bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is it? If you knew the afternoon, afternoon, the afternoon, the afternoon. If you knew the after, excuse me. If you some milk, I'm gonna go to sleep. If you knew the afternoon I had, you would ask me, "Are you cray cray?" And I would say. Yes, yes. 833-212-1017 is the number. Um, I have a question. I got to give a piece of advice that everybody needs to have. No matter what. Don't overthink it, okay? Whatever you're deciding to do, whatever you think you need to do or say, places you need to go, don't overthink it. I just had a lively discussion with a friend of mine over the last, what, year or so, and they just didn't get it. They just wanted what they wanted. And I find it interesting because we seem to think when we can't get what we want, we just run instead of dealing with what you're dealing with 
and making it work. It's like people think they're losing something by not getting what they want. Why, you know, it's just weird to me. But then again, maybe I'm the weird person, right? Maybe I'm the one who needs to really take a step back and say, what is this? What's going on in life? Like, why, why are we always looking to move or go? We have a generation that has no loyalty to employers because employers have no loyalty to them. You got to get the work done, but you'll only pay the person who will take the least amount of money and the employee will only take the person that'll pay them the most, the highest amount of money. So in the end, everybody's out for themselves. And I get it. I get it. My issue is people's word. I, I see being late. I see not being in places. But but when you intentionally lie, it's interesting. When you live a life where you're always trying to pursue that next great thing and you're so selfish and so narcissistic that you believe that the world revolves around you or the things that are important to you are the only things that are important in life and that you dismiss people, you lie, you cheat, all sorts of crazy things people do. In the end... It comes down to what you know and what you don't know. It comes down to how you treat people, not how you think you treat people. It comes down to recognizing that you can't run from problems because you're the problem. And so I spoke to this friend that I never quite told them the real truth because they can't handle it. They believe they're right about everything. They believe that they're the ones that have been wronged and everybody's treated them wrong and lied to them. And, and they don't see themselves through other people's eyes. And that's important that we as people see ourselves clearly. And when we don't, we deceive ourselves and everybody else around us. It's important that we look at ourselves first. But what usually happens is we run. We say, all right, that's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I'm going somewhere else. I think I once told a story. I don't know if I told it here on this radio station, but I, I always tell the story of there was a cop who, who, who left Chicago to go live in Arizona. And as the cop is looking around and trying to find somewhere, right, he goes to a bar. And of course it ends up being where? 
a cop bar. You can tell cop bars. And when he goes in, he meets a guy who just retired just like he did. And they start, you know, chopping it up. Hey, how's it going? Everything's going great. Yeah, it was wonderful. I'm retiring. He says, yeah, really? When do you retire? He says, Friday. I was like, bet. And he says, well, where are you going? He said, well, I've been in uh, Arizona my whole life. I'm going to Chicago. And he says, dude, I just retired from Chicago, and I'm looking to move out here. And the guy in Arizona says, no, nah, don't, 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 don't move out here, dude. It's, it's. And he said, why? It's great. The air is great. The, the, you know, the heat is hot, but it's not humid. It's, it's wonderful out here. And the cop in Arizona said, well, yeah, Friday, I'm retiring, and next week I'm moving to Chicago because I thought it was the greatest place, and they've got food and fashion and, and the Magnificent Mile in Chicago, and it's great. And the guy said, you sure? Because I just came from there, and it's, it's not. And what you, what you realize is they were both going somewhere, because they were leaving all the things they knew, all the people, all the problems, all the trouble, all the criminals. They were moving to a place where no one knew them and they didn't know the other people. And as they talked, they realized that the same things are everywhere. Motto of the story is don't overthink it. The same issues you have in Chicago, you're going to take to you, take with you to Arizona. Same issues do he have in he has in Arizona, he's going to take with him to Chicago. But then again, if you're, you know, not overthinking it, you know what they say. In the back of your mind, you have to remember just one thing. Wherever you go, there you are. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth of the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. So I've been looking through some uh, stories today. And if you have any thoughts or comments or um, issues, problems, um, 833-212-1017. One seven is the number. <clears throat> so a story from Fox six news today. Um, I'm still torn and I don't do it on purpose, but I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm a fairly conservative, fairly liberal black guy. Some things I'm liberal about, certain things I'm conservative about. Everybody on both sides questions my loyalty to the idiocy that they spew call liberalism and conservatism. Republicans call Democrats whack jobs and all kind of ridiculous names. And liberals call conservatives like MAGA Republicans. I still don't know what that is, but I don't know. And then they badmouth each other. I, I have people here, oh, but you're a conservative. And I ask them, well, what does that mean? Like to you, what does that mean to be conservative? No, I say a conservative. No, you're calling me a Republican. I'm asking you what is conservative? Explain to me what is conservative. And then they went through all the values and all the other stuff. And I said, I said, isn't that most black people? Well, yeah, but, but what? But then there are other things that Democrats do that I think black people just follow because they're Democrat and, and Republicans have been told that they're all they're evil and they're bad and all this but i ain't seen the the democratic party really doing anything for us they talk a lot but i don't really see it i think these coming months are going to prove just how much of a lie the democratic and republican party are I think we're going to start to find out that until we fight for the things that are good for us, neither one is good for us. But yet people will say, oh, I know the Republican Party not good for us. Okay. I know the Democratic Party is for us. Okay. But in the end, it's going to come down to your pocketbook. It's going to come down to bipartisan Republicans in the state of Wisconsin who run the legislature don't like Democratic Governor Evers. It's going to come down to Democrats in the legislature and Governor Evers don't like Republicans. Meanwhile, Milwaukee suffers, Madison suffers, Green Bay suffers, poor people suffer. And they then point to everybody else and say, hey, look, it's their fault.
Wisconsin Republicans voted today to kill proposals on legalizing marijuana, pay for renovations at the Brewer Stadium, and create a family-paid leave program, moves that Democratic Governor Tony Evers calls foolish. Some of it is, some of it may not be. Legislature's Republican Control Budget Committee killed more than 500 proposals from Evers with a single vote. Evers had proposed tapping the state's record-high $7 billion budget surplus to pay for a wide variety of spending priorities that Republicans ultimately rejected. Evers said these aren't fringe ideas, controversial or Republican or Democratic priorities. They're about doing the right thing. He said on Twitter after listing more than a dozen items being killed. With historic surplus comes historic responsibility, and today we can afford to do more. This vote is foolish and a wasted opportunity. Uh, The move comes as no surprise after Republicans who control the state legislature with large majorities did the same with Evers past two budgets, and they said they would do it again this year. Vote kicks off the committee's work to reshape a nearly $104 billion two-year budget that was submitted in February. And so what I'd like to know is what are some of these things that people are complaining about? Joint Finance is going to take the series of votes to build its own two-year spending plan, which will then go to the Senate and Assembly for approval. Once passed, Evers can make changes through his powerful veto. Well, the governor can, which is what he did with the past two budgets he signed that included both Republican and Democratic priorities. Uh, Evers' proposal stripped from the budget today included a 10% income tax cut targeted to middle and low-income earners. $270 $270 million to add more mental health providers in schools and freezing enrollment in the state's private school voucher program. Republicans have been working on their own plan to cut income taxes, increase mental health services in schools, and expand funding for the. So really what it is is that they want to say they did it instead of Evers. Stupidity. Well, it's not enough. And then they're going to haggle over the cost. And it's, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. Other proposals that Republicans have long opposed and also killed included accepting federal Medicaid expansion, uh, raising the minimum wage, uh, implementing automatic voter registration, and repealing the state's right-to-work law. Interesting. Interesting. Now, which of those things would you actually agree with the Republicans or agree with Evers? Which one is it? 833-212-1017 is the number. We'll be right back. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You might want to listen to Truth in the Afternoon. Okay. You might want to listen. I just dropped a book. You might want to listen to Truth in the Afternoon with me, Dr. Ken Harris. Tomorrow I'll be broadcasting live from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee College Signing Day presented by Direct Supply. I'll be talking to students from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee about their journey through high school to college. That's Truth in the Afternoon with me, Dr. Ken Harris, live from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee, Chicago, Chicago. Okay. College Signing Day. Boys and Girls Club, Greater Milwaukee, College Signing Day tomorrow on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. So make sure you're here. I'll be talking to some youths, some youths. You might have heard uh, Andre Douglas on um, the Tory Lowe show today. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, you got to be there. You got to support the youth. You got to be there to uh, do all those great things. Let me hit this talking text line. Uh, talking text line say, Doc, you know, business is a dirty word. Business practices have already included lying, cheating, stealing, and offshore accounts. Doc, remember your truth take. You put people and businesses on the time clock. However, many of these businesses also do great things. They do phenomenal things in communities. So you can't just bash business because they're making money and they started it and they're winning from it and you're not. So, and I know I'm not saying the callers like that, but I'm just saying we got to stop bashing the people that put money in our pockets and pay taxes and all that. This thing that people think they don't pay taxes makes no sense to me. They pay tax on every employee that works, but yet people have this, well, what about their fair share? And then I, well, tell me what the fair share is. Explain that your understanding of the quote unquote fair share. Well, this should be progressive. The more you make, the more you pay. What idiocy is that when you live in a democracy? If you work harder and you make more money and you do it the right way, pay your taxes and be fine. But I'll I'll repeat it forever. I'm not giving you money you didn't earn that I did. I'll give it to the tax man. I'll give it to people that need help. But I'm not just giving it to you because you don't have any. You got to work for it. Where's your sense of dignity and self-understanding? I was going to say pride, but my pastor preached about pride and gave a really good understanding of how pride is. Probably not a good thing. Confidence, sure. Pride, mm, pride goeth before the fall. Mm. Anyway, I digress. At some point, we have to recognize the good things, right? I find it amazing that a whole generation that eschews negativeness is negative about the things that puts money in their pocket and they want more money, want to get paid more money, but they don't understand where that money comes from. They made zero sacrifice, zero work, zero everything, don't want to work themselves up from the bottom. But all you got to do is start your own business anyway. If you started your own business and took care of it like you were supposed to, you wouldn't be worried about what anybody else says anyway.
I just don't get it. 833-212-1017 is the number. Security Mike said Trump's policies of separating kids from parents have snowballed from then and now, and kids are winding up with perverted adults, a dream for them. Now Biden has to clean up what Trump started, Security Mike. And I agree with Mr. Evers. I can agree somewhat with Mr. Evers, too. My question for you is what policies? Because those sound like really, really cute talking points that everybody uses. And and I'm not for or against it. But when people say that, I, I want to know what. Because the Obama administration was the one that actually started what Trump continued to do. So are you only saying it because it's Trump and not saying it because it's Obama? I'm talking about the truth, not the politics. We get stuck in the politics and we support things that are bad for us. And then when it don't work, we blame somebody else. Oh, somebody else's fault. It's Trump's fault. Uh, It's Republicans' fault. But is it really? Many of us screw up stuff and make mistakes and have to fix it. We're human. But who's supposed to fix that? You who messed it up? Well, as a human being, you should want to help your fellow man. Help them become independent. Help them become supported. But I think that's where Democrats and Republicans split off because Republicans start talking the pull yourself up by your bootstraps and all that other stuff and individuality because then it separates them from us. It separates them from the issues we have. It tells the community to be in charge of stuff when it's convenient. And then it tells the individual to be in charge of stuff when it's convenient. When in fact, one of the things we have to do is be true to ourselves and take care of our families first. But we don't do that. And so let's let's start dealing with people and not the and not the the group. We demonize Republicans, but Democrats have never done anything for us. We ask for help. They give us a program, 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 program. Why do I have to go through a program if I prove it by the house? If you really want me to have somewhere to live, give me the house. Well, you got to prove this. You got to prove that. I get it. But then when we're done, why don't you just give me the house and I'll pay on it? Why does everything have to be? Why do you have to make the banks rich? Why do you have to make us pay a mortgage to somebody that if we're homeless and we have a job and we're like, it, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Nobody's taking the time because everybody wants what they want. I guess relationships are like that, too. Everybody want what they want. And no one's willing to give. Selfish. Prideful. I just call it dumb. 833-212-1017 is the number. Melody, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. I agree totally. Um, To continue to demonize the corporations, the ones who provide the jobs, who sign the checks, it seems to have been a campaign that's been going on probably for the last 
40 years. I remember one time leaving on a Friday. I worked at the GM plant in Oak Creek in the 90s. Uh, and uh, I left on a Friday, came back on Monday, and there was about a dozen jobs missing. And it was, and I said, you know, I asked my doc, did you move out my equipment? Where's my jobs? He said, I don't know. They paid us to stay home. I found my jobs at Goodwill Industry Training Center on Capitol. I was mad. We had disabled people on Medicaid and taxpayers' monies doing, you know, work that my walking wounded did, but it was work for a $45,000 Cadillac. And I had to, at that point in time, say, hey, do I get 100 people out here with signs telling the, you know, community, look what GM is capable of. But I, I, I decided, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit there and damage the corporation that's still signing the checks of my members. I had to make that decision. Now, you know, as far as you know, then all the workers got to work another five years before they can get their pension. They raised it. You know, Harris, they tried to do it for two years. People hit the streets and, you know, Marcone's not going to be in there again. Israel. Look at that. Netanyahu wants to change the democratic process and override judges. Bosses and workers are hitting the streets. The largest protests ever in Israel. Paris won no more taxes on overtime with the yellow jackets. American workers are docile. They're not getting out there. And you can blame, I will, the corrupt American unions. Canada left the United Auto Workers years ago because they saw what American business unions were about. And you can't blame the corporations for taking advantage of union officials and hierarchies and organizations who've only been lining their pockets. You know, right now. Yeah, but you can't generalize. Well, but you can't generalize about them just like you can't generalize about companies. Different people are good and bad for different reasons. The structure of the unions is so undemocratic. Are you kidding me? From the plant up, no one gets elected. Right now, my 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 money's probably million. There is millions of dollars when my plants closed. I'm a second generation, five, over five million dollars missing. And right now, the monies for the UAW General Motors are in federal trusteeship because of how the monies were spent. And that was one of the biggest labor organizations in the country. If you don't think other organizations aren't running like that, even the police department, from the plant level, no one's elected. No one's elected, so they have to really start. You know, uh, the I kind of disagree went, with you about the police department. Uh, not with the police department. They they actually have an election and they vote and all that. Well, is it one person, one vote for the president? Well, no. What, what, so. Teamsters. Well, let me finish. You asked yeah, me a question. Let yeah, me finish. So, so what right, they do is ahead. we vote in the board and then the board votes who they want as president. Right, and that's being changed. The Teamsters started one person, one vote, and now the UAW is doing that because they found they should. that even right. But and yes, because it should be we should be able to vote for those people. And then let's talk about the appointed positions once those people in the hierarchy get up there. You know, when you have ten, twelve appointees underneath you, you know. Well, I don't want to get into that so far. Good. But what I'm saying, it was beneficial. When we did have the corporation and we did have strong unionism because we were outreaches for United Way. We were outreaches for the community. We did blood drives. And it was a real cohesive working relationship. And unfortunately, that doesn't exist anymore because of the exploitation of workers. Go to Walmart, get a job, get insurance, and pay 5000 out of pocket before it kicks in. At a well, Walmart. those are nice generalizations and and 
being right. pro-union and stuff. But in the in the end, yeah. it's up to the individual to decide what they want. And we can't demonize a person if they don't want a union or if they do want a union. But it sounds like people, and I, I'm generalizing, no, let me not do that. It sounds like you don't like people who are not in unions or people that are against unions. No, I, I appreciate all workers. That's not what I, I said. Like That's not what I said, but okay. All right. Thank oh, you, Melody. I appreciate no. you. All right. Take care. 833-212-1017 is the number. G, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, just my little brief comment. Um, I just think workers should be paid uh, a decent wage, a fair a fair wage. If, if corporations And are, what is a fair wage? Not a, a livable wage, Dr. Ken, okay. where you can um, so what afford... Well, whatever the standards are to say, uh, is, well, whatever the standards are that will pull people out of poverty. Right now, you have a lot of working people that work every day, but they're still living in poverty. That has to be subsidized by the government because of the the low wage scales that's out there in our country. Okay, so so, I just so if that, I raise the uh, wage, then won't I be? Then won't I have to hire less people because the money I can't I can't not, just not necessarily well no. Now, I disagree with that, but that's, how that, that's, the that, that's called that's called math. Hang on. That's called math. No, I'm listening. If I only have a thousand dollars and argument. I got it. Well, how's that an argument when I have a finite amount of money? That's what I'm asking. That, that is the argument that a lot of people like to make. In no, I'm not talking about a lot of people. I'm talking about me. Wage. That's the argument I'm making. Well, so what do you say? Well, so no, what do you say to that? I, I just disagree with that, that if you pay a, a pay decent wage that you're going to have less workers. So that that just I mean I I I just, I just disagree with you you know How? because no, no. explain that I'm just saying uh, if, just because you give a person a decent wage or uh, something that mm-hmm. they probably deserve not everyone you know because corporations you're saying that these corporations right now that are making massive prop, profits on our back we're we not talking being, about that see gouged. you keep you keep you keep We're diluting being, it with all this other stuff. And what I'm asking is no, this: it's, it's, it's basic. Part of the same argument. If, well, that's your argument, but that okay. Go on. Right. So Go ahead. I'm just saying that. Let, let me just kind of regain my thoughts. That we we are being gouged right now by the the prices that we're paying at the pump, the prices that we're paying in the grocery store, and for everything else. Do you think that 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 they? But do you understand why that's happening? For, do you understand why that's happening? No, not, not totally. I, okay. I don't agree with why it's happening. I just think we're. Now, what I asked out. you, I asked you, do you understand why we're it's being, happening? We're, yeah, I'm just telling you, we're being price gouged. That's my really? understanding. We're wow. being price gouged. Okay. So you don't think that we're being price gouged at the pump? You think that that they come up with every excuse in the book to uh to to raise gas prices if uh, a hurricane is somewhere that's not even related to uh the, the gas prices. Mm-hmm. And just another thing, Dr. Ken, a lot of people that work, they, they, they're not going to even have a pension. You understand what I'm saying? So maybe me, myself, or maybe you, we're, we're, we're afforded that, that luxury of, of having a pension. A lot of jobs are not, they don't offer pensions for people. So that's, that's where that, that livable wage comes in, mm-hmm. into play, you know. So when they get ready for retirement, you know, you, how, how can you live on Social Security? That's, that's like, well, what is that like? Twelve or thirteen hundred dollars a month. That's that's what a lot of people have to have to live off of mm-hmm. if they even work to sixty two or whatever. 
So, so I, I just, I just think that there, there's enough to go around where, where corporations will still make huge profits. But you have to be willing mm-hmm. to share. I mean, if I'm helping your business, why not compensate me for helping your business grow? Okay. Don't undercut me, you know, and, and just make, you know, so because you, you want to be greedy, which, which is, uh, I mean, the billionaires out here, they're, they're, they're still going to be billionaires, even if they pay, pay sure. us a fair, decent sure. wage. Okay. That, that's just my, my opinion about that. You know, All right. So. Well, thank you much. I appreciate, right. it, appreciate it. it. Thanks, Dr. Ken. Take care. Yeah. Yep. see, I wanted to let him finish. Because in the end, everything he talked about was a benefit. There, there's no right for you to get a pension. There's no right for you to get paid like that. You chose to take a job. You made the decision. But I was on a just a basic thing. And he, he threw in all these other, for me, convoluted things that didn't have to do with the fact that if, if I pay – $30 an hour, that $30 an hour, if you tell me I got to pay $45 an hour, I can't hire more than one other person. That $30 an hour is two $15 an hour people. And as I make more money and give them raises and move forward, that's, that's, that's my point. However many billions it is, it's finite. The issue is not with the company. The issue is with the people who are running it, the board of directors. These are public companies whose job is to make money. That's what keeps the lights on, the gas, the businesses, the people. It's not their job to take care of the poor. Unfortunately, it's not their job. You may think it is, but it's not. And this socialist attitude we have of taking care of people, we always point to the poor. We forget about the poor middle class. We forget about a lot of things because we're too busy blaming billionaires for things we decided we didn't want to do. We decided we didn't step up and go do. Fast food restaurant. Watch this. Talking text line says, and then we'll go to break. Great point, caller. Fast food restaurant owners here in Milwaukee have pimped their way to millions while paying people who work for them less than family-sustaining wages. It's not their job to give you family-sustaining wages. It is a fast food restaurant made for kids who are getting a work permit to learn how to go to work and count money and do customer service and work in the work world and learn business. It is not for an adult. So stop that idiocy of giving people $30 an hour to work at McDonald's. McDonald's is for kids to learn. That's what it's for. That's that's those, those are those low paying jobs for kids. That's why we've lost all these summer jobs for kids because they gave them to adults. Kids should be working in Walmart. Kids and old people who are retired, they should be working in Walmart. Th- that that's just me. Teaching them how to grow and expand and learn about business or start their own, go to school, go to college, go to trades, all those things. Money is finite. You can only pay so much and then you run out. 
And then everybody's broke. You forget the fact that the the billionaire actually started the company and worked for it. I paid you what you asked me to pay you. That's called life. You don't like it? I don't know. Leave. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833 is the number. It said four years ago, McDonald's owners lied and said that we'd go belly up if they paid 12 bucks an hour. Then post-pandemic <clears throat> paid workers twice that. Um, the truck drivers who make every product that's needed in the country depend on these those fast food workers essential work. Okay. Um four one four six nine zero said thank you, Dr. Ken. Said person makes the decision to work at said place. Makes the decision the person makes the decision to work at said place. That's true. But I also see at eleven fifty today you told Sherwin to do more Dr. Ken impressions. Dr. Ken is great. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thought I wasn't reading. Lola said, I feel that if we have to work two jobs, only one job should be taxed since they're not going to have money we put into retirement. Just my opinion. But you can put money into retirement. See, this this thing we have in our brain. See, now I can't get to the thing that I have in my brain because I only got like 40, 50 seconds to. <sighs> when we come back, top five at five, and I'm 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 gonna talk about what Lola was talking about. Because she said, I feel that if we have to work two jobs, only one should be taxed, since they're not gonna have the money we put into retirement. Okay, Social Security is not retirement. That's one. Two, I got to get to it after the break because I'll just go crazy and we'll forget it and go off and all that. And then I'll get in trouble and I'll get hollered at by Kyle. And then Sharia hit me upside my head. And next thing you know, I'll be laying here on video looking all cray cray. 